Hey, this is H1. We're going to be running it back with another episode talking about chess knowledge, chess wisdom, and chess understanding. And today we are going to be answering a question from a supporter of the podcast. Now, this is going to be different from the previous episodes where I just talk about um, news and etc. and chess knowledge, things of that nature. But we are actually going to be answering questions directly from a supporter. So it's going to be interesting. And I want to make this open to everybody who has um, questions that they need to be answered since I've been playing chess for over a decade now. And I think I'm obligated to answer some questions, especially if you're trying to get better at chess. So here's the deal. If you want um, if you want to be on a podcast, if you want your question to be answered on the podcast, email me at chess knowledge with H1. Um, and don't just email me just a cold um, question, but something more in depth, at least like a couple paragraphs about how you got to the question, what you've been struggling with for the past few weeks or so. Give me an in-depth explanation so that I can give you the right answer. The more you write out in the email, the more I can answer you directly and accurately. So let's get into it. Um in the next segment, let's let's just go through it. <laughs> Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. All right, so we got an email by John, and he's from Illinois. Okay. Hey, H1. How you doing, man? Well, you know, I, I've been doing well. Just had a, just had another kid, so been doing well. All right. I hope you're staying cool out there. I reached out to you on Instagram a couple months ago and asked you about how to calm down after a losing streak. Well, I'm having the same problem again, but with tactic puzzles. I put too much stock into them, and now I've hit a wall. I was doing really well in digging on chess.com and tactics puzzles. I got my puzzle rating up to 1414, which, man, that is really good to get your tactic um, puzzles on chess.com to 1414 because their puzzles are more technical and um, more accurately on your calculation abilities. But anyway, let's get back to the email. But now I'm on a major downswing and back down to 1280. I'm getting so frustrated with these puzzles, man. I feel like such an idiot getting these easy ones wrong over and over again. That looks so obvious after I see the solution. I wish I didn't care about my rating, but I do. It feels like it is a representation of my progress. And when it goes down, it feels like I'm getting worse and regressing, which drags me down and puts me in a bad mood. This is the worst cold streak I've had since starting puzzles a few months ago. And I get so down myself uh, on myself for getting so many of these wrong in a row and then my whole day turns crappy it's insane that i'm letting this affect me so much but i can't stand facing that feeling of failure and disappointment over and over again and that seems to be 
the only way to learn this stuff. I'm beginning to wonder how many times do I have to get something wrong before it actually sticks and I've really learned it. Let me just answer that now. Um, You're always going to be repeating all the knowledge that you have done. And even when I go on like little breaks on chess and I come back to the game, I repeat everything that I've learned, like all the advanced tactics, all the strategies that I should be focused on, etc. I repeat everything before I play a game. (laughs) So you're always going to be learning stuff. And yeah, it does take a while to stick because there's a difference between doing chess puzzles and doing those chess puzzles in real games. Those are two completely different things, which I talked about in my in my episode on chess strategy. And I did an episode on chess tactics talking about how chess strategy is what leads to chess tactics. So you have to learn chess strategy to do the tactics that you're learning on the chess puzzles. But anyway, um, there's another thing too. Oh yeah. Getting mad and upset about stuff and ruining your whole day. All that is true. And probably there's probably some people who know about this, but it really sucks when you're like losing in a like 10 games in a row and I've had these games before and my wife <laughs> I'll be losing a game and and I get so angry at myself and then I look at my wife and like man I just be in a bad mood and she knows I'm in a bad mood and she tries to do the best she can to like comfort me and stuff but it really gets to you just seeing your especially seeing your rating drop 100 points it's like Gosh, Lee, can it go any lower? Can it get any worse than this? It seems like I'm never getting better. And yeah, it can turn on a lot of people if you don't get it under control. That's why I have um, certain principles that I that I like doing so I don't ruin my whole day in the people that's around me. And I'll get to it pretty soon at the at the end of reading this email. All right. We got a few more. We got like one more paragraph to do. Uh, So my main questions are, what should I do if I hit a cold streak on puzzles? How do I let go and not let my poor chess performances affect me so much? How can I try to not care about my rating and just enjoy the process of learning? It makes sense when I say it out loud. But in my heart, I know that the process involves failing an infinite amount of times. And after several missed puzzles in a row, it always tends to make me emotional. I'm starting to wonder if I should stop playing chess altogether because the negative emotions are now outweighing the positive ones. Trying to uh, learn chess on your own is rough, and I'm not sure I can do it without damaging my relationships or my psyche. I can tell you are a good dude, so I wanted to vent and get this stuff out, uh, get this stuff off my chest. Thanks for all the great content and the great podcast. Keep it up, man. Well, first of all, don't stop playing chess. These are the moments that make you great. You know, when you can kind of change those negative emotions into positive ones, you just need the right like guidance to to um, become a great chess player. I mean, we got. Uh, Grandmasters like Magnus Carlsen, Gary Kasparov, Hikaru Nakamura, who are very emotional chess players. And when they lose a game, they take it to heart. Like they take it like they lost an arm or something. And that's a good thing. That means that the more upset you are about the game, 
that means it matters to you, right? So just like something else that's just like, okay, let me give you an example. Like I just had a kid recently. It, it made me overjoyed with happiness that mattered to me. And every time I'm not like providing or doing what I'm supposed to do within the family, I have negative emotions about it, but I'm not just going to quit doing what I got to do. I'm just going to overcome those emotions and just keep on pressing forward. And those moments are what defines who you are. And so, you know, don't don't stop playing chess because uh, of these things, uh, of these negative emotions. But I'm going to teach you some tricks to kind of get it back on track where you can have more positive ones and negative ones. And first of all, let's answer the first question. What should I do if I hit a cold streak on puzzles? And I'm guessing a cold streak is like not getting any better, just going, just regressing down on your rating points. Okay. So based on what you told me, uh, just bas- let me let me just read this again. I get so down on myself. Let me no, not that part. Uh, on a major downswing, and getting these easy ones wrong over and over again. All right. So I do puzzles. Wait a minute. So I do puzzles quite differently. Yeah. Okay. I think I'm back. All right. I do puzzles quite differently, and I think that this is the right way of how to do chess puzzles. And I know this is hard for me to say, but you have to stop paying attention to the um, to the um, to the rating. Whatever score it gives you, it does not matter whatsoever. It doesn't matter because, like I said before, chess puzzles is different from um, actual games. And there are people who could do the chess puzzles. They they got like a really high rating on chess.com on the chess puzzles, but they're still not the best chess player in the world. And there's a reason for that, because you got to be good at a at a whole um, assortment of things, not just tactics. You got to be good at everything else. Time management, um, strategy, openings, etc. It's not just chess puzzles. Chess puzzles just help you with your tactical prowess. And then, so this is how I do chess puzzles, especially since you said you're under 14, 14. I don't know your chess rating uh, of playing chess, but if you're under 1600 doing chess puzzles on chess.com, this is how you accurately do it. Set it. You're going to need a timer, set a timer up. You should be spending about 30 seconds on each, um, on each problem. No more than 30 seconds thinking about what is the problem, because when you're in the beginning stages of learning chess, learning chess principles and learning chess tactics, all you're doing within that level is learning patterns. It's basically like doing a Rubik's Cube. All you're all you're learning in the beginning stages of doing a Rubik's Cube are patterns and algorithms. So you should be finding these chess tactics really fast. Like it, when I do chess tactics on like leadchess.org or chess.com, especially if it's around a 1250 or 1500 level, it comes really fast in my head because I got that muscle memory already. So even if I see it in a real game, I'm like, okay, there's that fork and two moves. Okay, there's that pin. 
Oh, how to take advantage of the pin. Oh, that queen isn't looking right. I should trap it. Those things come in my head in a split second, even before I even think about it. It's just like um, it should come in your head, just like when you're driving and you're um, reading signs and you read the whole sign all together. That's how it should be coming to you. And so spend 30 seconds on the chess puzzle. After the 30 seconds, try to do the move. Or if you can't find it at all, just find a solution. Whatever. Who cares about the rating? Do the solution. Oh, you recognize the solution and then just go to the next puzzle immediately. Just go through puzzles because you you should just be learning patterns. And plus, two, I just wanted to say, how are you supposed to know the pattern if you haven't seen it yet? How are you supposed to know the pattern if you haven't seen it yet? So here's the thing. You're going to have to go through all the patterns like everybody else, just like just like how everybody knows their ABCs. That's how that's how many patterns there are in chess that you have to learn. And usually what differentiates grandmasters from people who is under like uh, who are novice players is knowing more algorithms, knowing more patterns and getting those um, immediate uh, spidey senses <laughs> in their head when it comes on the chess game. So there you go. Now when you, and then plus two, if you're if if you don't know any of the patterns, if you're not catching it r- right on and the what I'm saying, doing a 30 second thing, if you're not catching it right off the bat and you're going through like 20 of them and you're not finding it at all, then I would just relax. Once you start getting frustrated and mad, I would just relax. I would just quit, do something, um, do something else for a while and then come back to it. Like get you a bottle of water, like sit outside, do some uh, don't watch TV. Don't don't do something like that. Just do something to calm yourself. Go, go to the side of the room. Just calm down. Go on a walk. Go exercise. Do something to get your uh, get your brain off the uh, get your head out the gutter. Don't let those negative emotions overwhelm you to the point of you just uh, freaking out on the relationships that you have in your actual life and um, yourself too. You got to take care of your brain. In your body. All right. The second question is, how do I let go and not let my poor chest performances affect me so much? Um, have another hobby. And um, like like exercising, I, I can't enough. Just <laughs> exercising is such a good thing to do, especially if you're having um, poor chest performances. Like, for example, when I'm playing chess games and I lose a chess game right off the bat, I uh, I immediately get upset. But then I study why I lost that chess game. And then after that chess game, I don't immediately play a game after that. I don't immediately rematch. I do something else on the side. Maybe I just play with my kids or hang out with my wife or um, or exercise. I don't just get right back into it because, you know, what's going to make me. Um, you know, it's going to make me more upset than that first loss. It's two losses. You know, it's going to make me more upset than <laughs> you see. Where I'm, you see where I'm getting at. You know, it's going to make me more upset than two losses, three losses, four losses, five. Like I said before, I had ten losses before. 
10 losses in a row. I couldn't even go through the day without feeling upset about that. And to get my head out of the gutter, I had to do something else just to clear my mind. I I think I went on a walk that day. I was like, man, forget it. I left my phone at home and I was like, dude, I need to calm down. So there, there you go. That's my advice for that. And how can I try to not care about my rating and just enjoy the process of learning? So this is what I used to do. And there's there's still this mode and sorry for all the noise in the background if you can hear that but there's this mode that you could do on chess.com which is called zen mode and it's it just shows the sh- it just shows the chessboard and the time clock it doesn't show the rating or the name just the chessboard and a lot of platforms have this nowadays so that you're not distracted of unnecessary things so I would try that Zen mode if the rating is making you feel like inadequate or uh, make you feel upset for some reason. I would try that mode. And then as you get better, you know, as you get more control of your emotions and feelings about it, then I would. Uh, I would um, get out of Zen mode and actually. Just the more that you play chess, the better it's going to be. The more experience you get in playing chess online and over the board, the better it's going to be. So and plus two, like online chess isn't the only way I would actually go to your local chess club or go play with friends and family to like playing with friends and family and at chess clubs is a whole different experience than playing online. Because you actually get to talk to the person face to face and learn from that person, especially if they're better. And you get to talk during the chess. Like there is um, chess clubs that I attended where I would be playing this tougher opponent, obviously, like he was whooping my tail and we would be like playfully bantering each other. Right. And but he would teach me after he whooped my tail and I'll always learn something in that experience. And this is why I I would rather people go to actual chess tournaments in person and actual um, chess clubs to form these connections so that you're not going through like whatever everybody else is going through, like quitting chess just because um, online chess is just a different beast. I mean, and people are rude, too. Nobody's going to give you those rude comments um, at a at an actual chessboard. And I got some rude comments, <laughs> like really rude comments before uh, out of playing chess online for over a decade now. So, yeah, I would always favor going to a chess club, playing with friends and family, going to chess tournaments and getting those contacts and maybe just playing those people um, online. Since you already know to play the people online that you already know and that are good chess players, those connections are really important. So just being more a part uh, of being um, a part of the chess community is really important because everybody has been through this before of being stationary and not not knowing how to and not knowing how to progress your chess knowledge.
everybody's been through it. And you're not. And I would just want to say you're not really alone in this. So. Yeah, that's that's all the advice that I can give right now. I think I answered all of the questions here and hey, hopefully this was helpful. And um, let me just make sure I answered everything. Yeah, I answered everything. And hey, I hope that you do better in the future. All right. H1 out. (laughs) Going to the next segment, of course, we got to (laughs) conclude. mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, hope you liked the episode. This was a little bit different from the previous episodes I have done, but I want to be more in tune with the people that listen to the podcast. And so I want to be able to answer the questions that people have. And, you know, if you have more questions that you need answered that I haven't answered in my previous episodes at all, then please do so. Please send me an email on chestknowledgewiththh1 at gmail.com. Or on Instagram, and I can give you my email there because it's it's easier on Gmail. But yeah, there you go. Hopefully you liked it. It's different. I liked it. It was cool. I can just get my thoughts out clearly without me like texting a paragraph on how to do it. I can actually explain it better on the podcast than I can just messaging. It's different. Audio is really different from reading. I can explain my thoughts clearly. So, hey, thanks for listening. And you made the right decision by being here. Stay safe out there. Peace.